1954, a simpler time. Dodgeball is a sport of violence, exclusion, and degradation. A more innocent time. Make sure you pick the bigger, stronger kids for your team. That way, you can all gang up on the weaker ones. Oh, you're out for a dodgeball! Oh, Barry! Oh, Barry! Based on a true underdog story, baby. <laughs> True underdog story is a goddamn understatement. I look. This is great pick, fantastic, fantastic pick, fantastic pick. But before we talk about why this is a Millennium Classic, please tell me and the people out there what did what did you remember about this movie before you rewatched it for the uh, for the podcast? Okay. What came to your mind when you thought? Dodgeball is a millennia classic. Okay, so because this is important, because this is, because um, this also changed after I watched it. Because mm. this is one of those movies, kind of like uh, Kid or uh, or or one of those things where when you're a kid, it's so much better, and then when <laughs> you go back to it, you're like, all right, it wasn't as good as I remembered. Um. Because I, I always thought that this movie was like hilarious. I, I think everyone quoted it. Yes. When I was a kid, all the time. Yes. It made dodgeball cool, even though I never played it. I never played dodgeball. Facts. Um, Facts. And then it had like a ton of famous people in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back at it now, and then you're like, dude, like none of these people really like make a ton of movies anymore. And and it's just the plot is paper thin, but it's such, <laughs> but it it's uh, it brings such good memories from that time. Yes, and it's kind of like one of like the the like the lower class of comedies from that time because there were all those huge ones that came out like Old School and Anchorman, and this is like a step below that. Yes, but it's still it still brought the heat. I still died laughing. 20 years later, 15 years later. But that's why I picked it because it was like, uh, mm-hmm. I remembered it so, so well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. And, and I have to double down on that because like when I think of Dodgeball, like before I even watched the movie, like there, okay, look, there are very few movies like that you think of the bad guy or the antagonist before you think of the good guy yeah. and like you, you, you like like infinity war you think of thanos right like when i in my head when i was thinking about dodgeball before i rewatched it for this podcast the number one person that came to my head was ben stiller yeah. right like that's gonna... who that's who you think about before like when you think about dodgeball you think about him because yeah. it's just He's like comedy gold in this movie. He's just, he's so fantastic. And we'll get yeah. into the details. We're going to get into that later. Exactly. But exactly. to your point, this movie feels like Vince Vaughn just walked on. And Stiller, like, actually like, created a character and it's hilarious. It's fantastic. Like, you know, like you, you think about these kind of movies where they have like a low budget and you think that like some of these actors would be like, you know, just like walking through the steps. Like Ben Stiller took this super serious and it's the, it's the best thing ever. Anyway, yeah. let me give you guys the plot of the movie and then we'll talk about the details moving forward. All right. So Dodgeball, a true underdog story, um, is a 2004 American sports comedy film 
hilarious. Um, written and directed by Ra- uh, Rawson Marshall Thurber. Um, so Who pretty much just works with The Rock right now. He really does. I mean, I, I did do a little bit of research, but he really just does like anything that he writes, <laughs> directs. The Rock is the star character. Yeah, <laughs> which is not a bad trailer to fucking hit you. Not it a bad, really, yeah. It really is. It really is. I mean, it's probably a goldmine, to be honest, to be honest. Um, anyways, Peter LaFour, yeah, um, played by Vince Vaughn, is the owner of Average Joe Gym um, and his mortgage he defaults on the gym's mortgage and he per and it's purchased. The gym that he owns is purchased by white Goodman played by Ben Stiller. The reason this movie is a millennial classic is because the owner of globes gym across the street, um, who is Ben Stiller. Uh, I'm sorry. It's the plot is pretty much, they got to raise $50,000 to save their gym. Exactly. And the only way they can do that is by winning a dodgeball tournament. Exactly. It's uh, paper thin. Like, it makes, no, it also makes no sense at certain parts why they're doing it. But at the same time, it's just like, it's one of those movies where you can just tell they pitched it and they were like, we're going to play dodgeball. And it's just going to be based on dodgeball and that's it. Which I actually, which I absolutely love. Um, so let's, let's, let's get into the details of this movie because I know you keep saying that the, 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 the plot is paper. I know you keep saying that the plot is paper thin. It is the, de- the, this is the <laughs> definition of the plot. I think when I looked down at when they were like, they were pitching, let's just play dodgeball. It was 15 minutes in. Yeah. That was like all the character development was in that 15 minutes. And then like, they were just like, all right, we got to play dodgeball. All right, can, can, can we please? That was it. I'm not joking. I, I know, but can we please talk about that intro? I mean, everything up until the fact that they decide to play dodgeball. Did you see the intro where they had Mexicans push? <laughs> they had Mexicans push Vince Vaughn's car, Peter yeah. LaFleur's car, yep. car, to the gym. Like, like, okay, we'll, we'll talk about if this movie can be made in 2020. I thought this Jesus movie was rated R. fucking Christ. <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, wait, was this movie rated R? Because I don't remember <laughs> it being rated R. And then I checked, it wasn't. Do you know it's that? It's not. It, no. It, so I'm surprised that it's not. But at the same time, there wasn't anything extravagantly. like. They just said wild oh. shit. Yeah, they did just say a couple of wild shit. And the, 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 the death of the coach, we'll get there in a little bit, but the death of the coach I thought was yeah super unnecessary. It was funny. It, it was fun And you knew it was going to happen as yeah, soon as you was- saw the luck of the Irish. So. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, but let's talk about the buildup to the point where they decide that they're going to play dodgeball because that does happen very, very, very quickly. Right. Uh, But at the same time, like this is the kind of comedy that you just like you put on and you just lose your mind. Like you don't even pay attention to the movie that's playing, but you just take on all the jokes. It's like a a movie made just for like punchlines and, and comedy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Exactly, exactly. But it is a millennial classic because it was so important at the time. At the time, this was fantastic. This was fucking fantastic. Um, there's a lot of things that just made me feel a little weird-ish watching it in 2020. But at the like same what? time, I was one. still watching it. I have to say this. In the, in the beginning of the movie, when they're trying to raise money before they decide to walk, play dodgeball... <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually one of the funniest jokes that like still works now. When, Do you when know Justin what I'm talking Long, about? Do you Justin know what I'm Long talking is, about? Squeegeeing that one. 
Uh, not to be a naysayer or anything, but the only customer we've had is that weird guy who keeps paying Justin to wash his truck. That's it, boy. Get in there nice and deep like. Yeah, that's not good. God, this sucks. And then and then the dude with the dog is just like watching him. He's just like, keep going. <laughs> right. It is the, it's like the most awkward, weirdest scene ever. But god damn it, I love it. Yeah, the dude is watching him wash his tire and he's putting his finger in his belly button. It is so awkwardly funny. I fucking I I, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And then I'm like the the only and the other joke that works is the the sexual harassment joke when Vince Vaughn's like Yes. What yes. are you doing down here, pretty eyes? <laughs> what, what do they make you do? And she's like sexual harassment. Exactly. She's a, a Kate Vatch. Vetch. I don't know how to pr- pronounce that name, but yeah, she plays this uh, the lawyer that joins the dodgeball team, the average Joe's ball dodgeball team. The only woman in the movie. Exactly. She is the only woman. Besides in the, movie. the the dodgeball chick. The psycho dodgeball chick. Yeah. The psycho dodgeball the chick, which we will get to in a hot hot, hot second. Uh, um. Uh, okay. Um, can we talk about this? So we're already talking about the cast. Yeah. Don't worry. Cast is pretty small. I think it small, is. Small budget. Very small budget and very small cast. Yeah. Like you don't know the names of anyone outside of Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller. It no, really... Justin Long, you know, Rip Thorn was Zed. Oh, no, you're right. Black. You're right. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Justin Long, you definitely do know. And uh, I love. And I love the fact that Justin decided to use his name in. This, oh, I don't know if he made that decision, but Justin I think is they were playing just being Justin. lazy. I think they were just being lazy. Oh, of course, they'd be lazy. It's so they rewrote the script a ton of times. Um, ben Stiller like had to take a pay cut to uh, for them to make this movie. Um, the commentators, yeah. Gary Cole and Jason Bateman, <laughs> were probably who probably after Ben Stiller, they're like the second best part. Um, they straight, like have to keep on facts. redoing their lines because they just kept on rewriting the movie. What, are you being serious? Is yeah. this is this straight facts? Yeah. See, see, but, I didn't even know that because Jason Bateman in 2020 is the greatest. I mean, like, yeah. Mumbury, are you watching? Um, um, Ozark? Ozark? No. Because I already you... saw. I already saw Breaking Bad. Why don't you see it again? No, no, stop, stop. Why don't you see it? Why don't you see it again? Barry, do me a favor and watch Ozark. It's it's literally the greatest thing. And it's, I don't have time. It's a quarantine. No, 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 no. I understand it. I get all of your bullshit. But look, listen, watch Ozark. It, it re- like I watched. I watched um, Breaking Bad. You need to watch Ozark. It's the greatest thing ever. Jason Bateman. Like when I saw him in this movie after watching Ozark, I, when I rewatched this movie and seen this, I was like, "This is insane." The dude has range like no other actor I have ever seen. Because in Ozark, he's the most serious accountant, uh, fucking guy ever, and in this movie, he's he's a fucking dare I say retard. He's a fucking. <laughs> I, yeah, I also had questions about the pirate. This, these oh type of movies, my God. they have a God lot of these like it. super dumb characters, yes. which like you never see in real life. Of course. Like I, I was watching it w- with my brother, and someone threw a milkshake at the <laughs> and he was like, "Was said he like said some shit?" And I was like, "I've never ever seen that happen in real life." First off, milkshakes now are like ten bucks. You can just throw that shit out and it'll fucking buy. I mean. 
I mean, yes. like things like that that happen in movies. It's like this movie is just full of so many cliches. Yes. Like he uh, doesn't have a car that works. Doesn't pay any of his bills. Of course. Doesn't uh, doesn't do anything, and then mm-hmm. like is about to get his his gym foreclosed because he doesn't. He lets people like pay with like. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I know what you mean because that that did piss me off because the plot doesn't. I don't know. Like he's a likable loser is I guess the point, but still. It, Exactly, because you you want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's like you can't own a gym and not have your fucking members pay their fees or whatever, like their their membership. Like it just it just doesn't make any sense. It just does it just doesn't make any sense. So what was what was your favorite part? What was your favorite scene in the the movie, or one of your favorite scenes? My favorite scene was the build-up. Was when the uh, Patch O'Hallan, Patch O'Hallan, O'Hallan. Patch O'Hallan, during that training montage. Okay, so the montage. That montage is my. That's my favorite scene, and, like, and a, yes, that's a lot of quotes scene. in that scene too. Of course, like if you course. can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball. I remember it's, that one. If you can dodge a wrench, obviously is the classic. You can dodge a ball. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the five B's. All this stuff killed in middle school. Like all this shit. <laughs> Every single one of these jokes. He um, said it killed in middle school. Yes, the five D's. <laughs> but Barry, can I please test you yeah, on your time? dodgeball uh, 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 trivia? Yeah. Can you please name me those five D's? Um, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Congratulations. There we go. You are a dodgeball connoisseur. There we go. Yes. Yes. That's my favorite scene. Like, that's my favorite part. And that's what you remember about the movie. And I don't think you can blame it. I don't think you can blame this movie if that's your favorite scene of the book. Like, I mean, if if that's your favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that, like, doesn't get enough recognition is this technically is a sports movie. Uh, We're going to talk about that. No, no, no. Because... (laughs) Because this movie would have sucked if the dodgeball scenes weren't good. But they're, it's like fun to watch the dodgeball scenes. It really is. It, no, it, it actually is fun to watch the dodgeball scene. Um, like when they come back and they like do that like three on two switch where like he catches it, then she catches it. And then they're like, it goes to three to three to one or whatever. That, I mean, that scene, that's like Rocky levels. Of like <laughs> okay. sports movie. <laughs> Slow your roll. Okay, okay, <laughs> we, okay, okay, okay. we we got a couple of, we, okay. we got a couple of <laughs> podcasts to make. But, okay, so but, it's definitely not Rocky level, right? It's definitely not Rocky. Maybe yeah. Rocky three level. Okay, but it's okay. definitely not Rocky level. But uh, all right. My, but my favorite scene though, yes, is uh, when White Goodman goes to like pick her up for a date that she has no. <laughs> ideas going on and she opens the door and she's like i mean white has so many good lines in that but she, she she's like how do you know where i live and he goes give of information act the hippies did one thing right i'm kidding except i'm not and then um like they never explain why but everyone just shows up peter lafleur just shows up too they don't right she he fires her to date her it's insane and she seems really chill about it she's pissed for like a second and then she her next thought is like i want to play dodgeball with you guys 
which is but it's my favorite team because it's just like that's like peak ben stiller's character he's like dressed in all white with like yes. the like the neck scarf right and he's like nobody makes me bleed my own blood <laughs> amazing scene absolutely and he, amazing and then when he dips he hops on the back of a moped right driven by michelle and mm-hmm. gives him the thing pulls <laughs> Then you're like, where was he gonna go with her? Was she gonna like ride on the moped with her? What, what was <laughs> the three happen? of them all on a, one single moped? But it's just a, it's just a classic. It's like a classic villain scene. It is a classic. Establish this dude's a piece of shit. Before it was like he's like an egomaniac. He like reads the dictionary and he's like, I like to work up a, a sweat in my mind. <laughs> like you could just tell he's like an idiot, bad guy. But that scene was like, yeah, this dude's a villain. He's a villain. Um, yeah, can I ask you a question? Yeah. The fucking unicorn situation. Like, do you think that's a callback that they made in the first run of like recording the movie and they hope to bring it back? Because I thought it was so out of place watching it. Like when I watched it earlier today, I was like, what the fuck was the point of making her a psycho unicorn loving person? And they just, it, it just, it's one scene and they never call it back. And it's just... The fact that she's obsessed with unicorns. I just think they have to have every character has to have like something weird about them. I think I, that's it. I, I mean, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. But Vince Vaughn, I mean, Vince Vaughn or Peter LaFour doesn't have anything weird about him outside the fact that he's just kind of a bum of a gem owner. Yeah, he's just a bum. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I just, I, I, I didn't like the fact that she was a unicorn lover. I thought that was weird. It was out of place. And if they called it back later in the movie, it would have made sense, but they never did. And I thought, yeah. I, I, I just, I just, I just thought it was weird, but like, I don't know it, that. No, you're right. The, the, yeah. That entire time up until the fact that Vince Vaughn, until Peter Floor gets into the house, that scene was fantastic. Insane. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Blood is such an iconic line. <laughs> it's an iconic line. It's a hundred percent, a hundred, a hundred percent an iconic line. But so the movie was actually pretty well received. It had, you know what its Rotten Tomato score was? Yes. I do know 70, what the Rotten Seventy percent, which is yes. pretty good for, especially for a comedy. Right. And yes. it opened to 20 mil. I mean, opened to 29 million. Mm. On a twenty million dollar budget, mm-hmm. grossed over a hundred. It was a hit. So obviously, it like it was pretty well received. Yes. What do you think about it now? Like when you when you watched it now, did anything age like really badly? Because in comedies like this, a lot of stuff, some stuff ages badly, and some stuff. Like obviously, some of the jokes are not gonna age well. Like that's true for like like even Wedding Crashers is probably like my favorite comedy of all it of really, them. Really, we, we, um, we need to talk about that on a different day and a different time. But no, you're right. No, and that's a really good point. Um, um, especially when you go back and watch it. Like I mentioned, that the the Mexicans pushing the thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's just a good joke. I'm joking. <laughs> No, okay. So, like, there's a few things that pop out as just, like, nonsensical. But at the same time, like, dodgeball is such a staple, right? It's such a staple in my memories, in my brain, in my, like, filmography, like, lexicon that 
I kind of don't blame them for having these stereotypical bullshit jokes, right? Yes, obviously the story doesn't make sense. Fucking a ball, a dodgeball a tournament for $50,000, the OSQ, that's how you figure it out. The, 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 the side character, I don't want to say side characters, but like the extras basically, it's a lot of it like. Well, they flat out just don't make movies like, like this yeah. anymore. They don't. All the comedies now have to have like, like a good concept and a lot of characters, and it has to like have a deeper meaning than just like jokes all the time. Like they literally just don't make movies like this anymore. But the stuff that aged—that's why the plot stuff kind of ages really poorly because it's really just like. It's a comedy for comedy's sake. Yeah, that's what this this that's what this movie is. But uh, and I got. I but it seems it. like it was mad fun to to film on because it seemed like everyone was having a good time. But the other part that didn't age well, obviously Lance Armstrong. <laughs> yes, yes, I mean, I had that in my notes. I was trying to think of like who would have been a worse person to pull up next to him. There is no comparison. It was like it was like if R. Kelly. Kevin Spacey, um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Could you imagine if that did? I mean, how mad would you be if if your ending to your movie was like Bill Cosby walks up and is like, "Oh, I never quit." Yeah, and then, and then like <laughs> that would have killed this movie. I love the fact that you brought that up because I thought about that and I was like, baby. Like Lance Armstrong, like I feel like the fact that no one gives a shit about cycling most for the most part <laughs> means that like it's never going to. He's the greatest cycler so in it's the not world gonna for matter. the majority of people. Yes, they took away his gold medals and they made him t- like return him. But like that's all like the rest of the majority of population yeah cycling um but you're 100 percent correct it just feels it just seems weird to see him but um it yeah so that part really stuck out and then the parts that age pretty well i mean jason bateman as the commentator really aged well because i mean that dude's been on fire and i i wrote down he definitely out of the whole cast he probably has the most juice like in hollywood right now out of everyone. Oh, 100%. Which is, ins- Wait, look, listen, I, let's talk about that for a hot second. Yeah. Because that is insane, right? You have Justin, right? You have fucking Vince Vaughn, which you think, like, th- right now in Vince Vaughn's career, what, what year did uh, to, uh, Dodgeball come out? In 2004, right? That's he come, it, It's 2004, Dodgeball comes out. He makes wedding crashes. Like, you think Vince Vaughn is going to be the fucking... Robin Williams. He's going to be like the comedy star of the fucking decade. Like, you think he's going to be... I mean, he pretty much was, because... Kind of. Kind of. Because outside of Dodgeball, it's just Wedding Crashers. No, I I mean, Starsky and Hutch was the same year. And that was with Ben Stiller also. Yes. He had Be Cool, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Wedding Crashers, The Breakup... Holy fuck. He really did. Four Christmases, Couples Retreat. And then it kind of gets off after the rails there. The Watch, The Internship. Mm. Um, Anchor, not Anchorman 2 is not really a. Yeah, he's um, not in Anchorman. The Dilemma. But it, 
now he doesn't really do like comedies really i mean he was fighting with my family in 2019 mm-hmm. he was in hacksaw ridge with mel gibson mel gibby um in, in <laughs> mel gibby <laughs> in 2016 <laughs> and he's on curb he's on curb in 2000 now but like you can wait is he not, actually on curb enthusiasm yeah have you but he's not like uh you 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 you, you, you got that hb you got the hbo uh <laughs> membership huh you live that good, good life huh <laughs> even during the quarantine bro i think that's just free right now congratulations uh, but no him and ben stiller like they slowed down from i mean because they were they were like the biggest names of course in 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 hollywood in the yes. in the 2000s so obviously they slowed down because no one it's like sort of like tom tom cruise and like leo who 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 still make like a-list movies yeah. 20 years later mm-hmm. um but like ben stiller also slowed down but jason bateman if you if you look at his he i mean he does more tv but he was just in game night 2018 yeah you've seen that of course i've seen game night and game night and it's I, I thought it was, it, it, I don't want to say a decent, it was better than a decent comedy. I thought it yeah. was a good comedy, but like. But those are the only comedies that they're making right now. It's either like those types of comedies where it's like, it's like a, it's like a concept. Yeah. No, game I night blockers you. and that kind of stuff. Or it's like central intelligence where he was, where it's like Kevin Hart and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And they just tell a lot of Straight jokes bullshit. And, yeah. and stuff blows up. Yeah. But those they don't make like dodgeball Comedy type comedies, comedies. Yeah, and no. even like if you look at the like I actually looked at the list of the comedies in the two thousands and then the two thousand tens, and after like twenty fifteen, it gets really bad really quick, which is crazy, which is absolutely crazy. It gets Have really. You, it's like the yeah. Tiff, what was the Tiffany had it Girls Night. Girls, girls trip. Girls probably, trip. Look, look. That was a that was a decent comedy. I, maybe what, I'm not the like the the, the 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 what's it called? What's it called when they make movies for a specific population? Demographic. Demogra- I'm not like I'm not the demographic, but no, I no. But that was just a flat. That, that was a good comedy. But like I, exactly. Yes. Yes. I agree. It but was it, a when good. You comedy. look at the past five years. It's literally like that movie, Game Night Blockers. Um, Maybe oh, Booksmart was pretty good. Booksmart was, I think, really good. We'll talk about that later. Um, I I, I don't know. Like, but no, you see I, what I'm saying? It's I like know exactly what you're saying because they don't make comedy for comedy's sake anymore. Because they're like everyone is way too socially. Uh, it's hard. Aware. I mean, I'm like, we have some of the quotes up, and some of the shit is rough to say now. But it's all so <laughs> funny, like. Yes it's, yes, it's so. Yes. It, it pops out so much because it's not said anymore that I think it actually makes the movie better. Can I? Can I please say one of the quotes that I fucking yeah, yeah, loved in the intro? Yeah. It says, "Here at Globogym, we're better than you, and we know it." <laughs> that whole Globogym. So this movie has does that a bunch of times. It just like switches. It. it has a Globogym yes. intro. Yes. Um, it has the Rip Thorn. Um, the old school dodgeball um, explainer. Yes, with Hank yes. Azaria's Rick Thorne. When he was he younger, just shits on he shits on kids <laughs> and like pro bullying and all that stuff. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, a ton of quotes. Um, and all of that. Holy hell! 
Yeah, and all of that stuff, oh, you wow. wouldn't be you like you wouldn't get the okay in 2020. You, like you can't make a movie where it's like positively like they're like okay, you can make this movie with the fact that he's saying you should pick the stronger people because you're gonna get to shit on the the weaker folks. Like you can't do that in 2020. But the fact that in this movie they did that with no holds bar they just did not give a shit and it was like great and it's perfect because yes that's what human beings think that's how human beings think and yeah no i i I don't know of course i agree like yeah we need to be kinder good people but this is what we think and like i don't know white good men white good men with the classic, there's no reason we need to be shackled by the structures of an employee-employee relationship, <laughs> unless you're into that sort of thing. In which case, I got some shackles in the back. I'm just kidding, but seriously, I've got. Yeah, so I was, great. yeah. I was watching that. And I was like, yeah, a whole boy definitely has shackles, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so funny because he really is like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just kidding, but I actually do. I mean, that character <laughs> does so much stuff that you've never seen like he has that like pump for his yes. crotch yes. and then he also he has that <laughs> he has pizza scene where he's like shoving pizza down his pen <laughs> and you're just like what the hell is going on <laughs> can we talk about that for a hot second bro bro like i'm telling you because in the beginning of the movie he's like you know, he has, like, he loses, like, he, he's like the, uh, you know, he's the subway guy. You know, that's, I forget that subway Jared guy. Fogel. Jared Fogel. He's basically Jared Fogel. Oh, thank Fogel. God that dude's not in this movie. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Exactly. Right. But he's basically Jared Fogel in the beginning of the movie, right? And at the yeah. end of the movie, he loses his way and because he loses the ownership. Of Which the also movie. doesn't make sense. The end of the movie kind of doesn't make sense. It but. doesn't make any sense. Bro. Like all of this shit just, it doesn't make any sense. But it's just gags and laughter. Yeah. Laughter sake. It's like, it reminds me of like a, almost not as, it's not as like overt, but like almost like a scary movie. You know those? Yes. Where the, sto- the story is just like there so that the jokes can be there. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and Mabari, I actually wanted to talk to you about this, but like, do you think... Like, is the concept bigger than the plot? Or do you think that that plot has to be, like, fucking... Do you think Do you think that the plot has to be tight-knit, fit, like, legit for a movie to be a movie? Or do you think that the concept... Oh, or, or do you think that the concept has to be just good enough for the bullshit plot to work? If it's a comedy, I, I think... I mean, obviously, this isn't going to go down as, like, the greatest comedies of all time. Of course, yeah, of course. I mean, and then, like, if you think about, like, the comedies that you, like, really remember. Yeah. Their plot in this movie. Then more character growth and, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, as far as just, like, a perfectly watchable movie, you don't need, I don't think you need any of that. Like a legit plot. Yeah. I respect it. I respect, especially for, uh, and that's, it's fantastic that you said it before, like I actually asked a question, but like, especially for comedies and scary movies, I know that jump scares people. No, scary movies, I think you need a little bit more. 
you need a little bit more, but like I feel like if you have enough jump scares where like you actually scared at the end of the movie, and we'll talk about this later. It, it, that's 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 different. Anyway, Mumbari, question: yeah. Who do you think was the worst side character, actual character? What do you think fucked up this movie? Who did you not like in this movie? I hated Justin Long's character. Wait, really? Um, just because I feel like maybe it's because we from now I feel like he's always played the same character, and uh, I think yes, now yes, when you yes. go back and watch it, it's like this dude. <laughs> this dude, like this dude, he's just annoying to watch. <laughs> But um, the pirate guy, I feel like they should have had him. I mean, at least explain that shit a little bit. Like, why is he right. a pirate? Right. Um, yeah. Like, tell to, his parents left him at like a water amusement park or some shit, dressed as a pirate, and he's never left or something like that. You know, something that explains why this dude is says R. You made it. Yeah. So. Um, for those who like character growth at the end, and you have no idea why. Exactly, exactly. Look, listen. From the get, and I even like even like watching the movie over again, like earlier today for this, like this the, the podcast. Um, Alan Tudick, Tydick, or however you say his name, the yeah. pirate character was literally my worst. It just it doesn't make any sense. He's like, good in the Night's Tale. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't Ledger. <laughs> Good congratulations. Good for you. I'm happy you turned it around. But in this movie, he just pissed me the fuck off. He really like I'm just like no one in real life would take this person seriously. Like like zero like it, it doesn't make sense, especially because the way you introduce to this character is the fact that he can't pay his his gym dues, his like his his fucking fees or whatever, the bill. I, I'm just it just it just doesn't make any sense. So yeah, like, he like he is literally the worst. It like watching the movie, he aggravated me the entire time. I just I think he, they should have just explained his character better. But I exactly. got two questions. I got two questions for you. Talk to me. One, when do you think this movie takes place? When you think when it you takes mean? place in two thousand four? Oh, uh, well, in 2020, yes, I will say 2004. Right? You think, no, when they were filming it, they were filming it in present day? I, I, I want to say yes. I want, I want to say yes, but I would hope at the, at the same time in my head, I'm hoping that they're just like relying on bullshit comedy. So I didn't know this, but... Apparently, the movie is supposed to take place in 1993. Did you realize that? <laughs> I, I didn't realize that at all. Of course not. Of course I didn't. But his car is mad old. Oh, yes. Oh, that is, that is a good point. Yes, his car is mad old. But it's also... he. But, but we're also supposed to believe that he just doesn't pay anything for anything. So it could be any time. Yeah. Yeah, it could I also just, be... Yeah. yeah. But then I had another question. Talk to me. If your gym was closing down... Would mm-hmm. you work this hard to get it back? Not if someone offered me $100,000. No, I'm talking about the other guys. Like, the guys who just go to that gym. <laughs> that always, like, 
when Justin Long's yes. like, I can't work out anywhere else. I can't work out at home. I'm like, don't you have school? What is this dude? I'm so happy you brought that up because I was so confused as to why the members were so invested into this fucking <laughs> I was like, why are these members invested? I mean, if Planet Fitness, Fitness is like, no, we, <laughs> we got to do a tournament. You got to practice with us every day for like a week to to get this gym back. I'm, nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> right? No, I, 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 yo, I was thinking that the, I was thinking the exact same thing. Look. If this is some like local gym that like it's just him, it's just the average Joe guy, it's Vince Vaughn, Peter LaFleur, and that's the only gym he owns, maybe, just maybe I can understand it. But if it's like a like a planet fitness situation, the entire movie, I'm like, there's a thousand other gyms you can sign up to, right? So like, yes, yes, you are right, Mabari. The plot has makes no fucking sense. But it's a comedy. It's yeah. a comedy. It is indeed a comedy. And um, I don't know. I think that's what makes it a millennial classic. Because look, with all the bullshit that we've been talking about for the past 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the fuck it is, right? Yes, we've been trashing this movie for the majority of this situation. <laughs> but right? it's such a great movie. It's that's a the great... Thing. It, that's the... That's the thing. The other That's- weird thing is it's it's no one it, it's no one's in the movie's best movie. Of like course, it's not Vince Vaughn's best movie. Nope. It's not um, Ben Stiller's best movie. Nope. Meet the Falkers is his best movie. But it, it, it's no one's best movie, but it's a fantastic. Movie. Yeah, everyone is just like at the right place at the right time. Exactly. And that's what this movie is, right? For everyone listening, watching, whatever the situation is, it's the right movie at the right time. And everyone just comes and does what they need to do to make this movie what it is, right? Yeah. Um, so, so one last one last thing. Go ahead, hit me. So if they were saying like we're just gonna we're gonna take the dodgeball brand and reboot it. Mm-hmm. Right, brand new movie, completely new plot characters. What would be like your pitch? What would be like your idea to make a new dodgeball movie? Um, so like I was thinking I, I really was thinking about that because we really do need to think about like what what could be the twenty twenty version of this movie and like the the thing is it needs it needs to be an obscure enough sport where people know it but don't yeah. understand it, right? Oh, um, I forgot to, before we get into this. Go ahead. On on the on the best scenes part, the, mm-hmm. we talked about the montages and the intro. Yep. And the and the global gym um, recruitment video, but we forgot to talk about all the other teams. <laughs> yeah. Because skills that kills was definitely so funny because they were just break dancing and getting <laughs> their ass beat. But uh, yeah, bro. all the other bro. teams were so they were like so good. You knew immediately <laughs> like who these people were as soon as you saw them. Um, can, can we talk about that for a hot second, bro? Look, listen. I love that. Thank God, Mabari. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I almost forgot about talking about this because. I, I, 
don't know what happened in like the five years since Dodgeball, like since 2004 to like 2010, right? Like, I don't know what happened during that time, but people just didn't give a fuck about stereotypes. Those Japanese folks in the underwear. Yeah, the Japanese guys, <laughs> not a good look. I felt bad laughing at the scene where they, where they were doing like karate kicks and shit. Yeah. It just, it just, yo, I'm telling you, like, yeah, that movie really was, it, it really is a, a timepiece. It's like the perfect airplane comedy. Exactly. It is the perfect, yes. If you catch yes. the son of Delta, you're like, ah, it's not bad. Exactly. Because it really is like, you have to put yourself in the situation of, it's 2004 and this is what's happening in 2004 because if you put yourself in the mindset of it's hap- like this is a movie that came out 10 days ago two days ago whatever the fuck days ago or it's like a comedy masterpiece which it's not but it's like uh it's like it's just a perfect bite-sized movie you can put on um so let's go back because i interrupted you when you were talking about the 2020 version of this oh yeah the 2020 version of this, look, listen, if, if there has to be a sport, like my first, my, fir- my, like my gut instinct was to say like tennis, because that's the closest thing everybody has to like things that are relatable because of Serena Williams and fucking Federer, Federer, like, yeah. whoever the fuck it is, right? Like, but it's just not a team sport. Like that's the closest thing I can get to it. Like badminton or some shit like that. Exactly. It has to it has to be a sport that Americans Americans who are the number one for this fucking uh movie uh population that bought and watched this movie is. But at the same time, like I don't like I couldn't give you a legitimate sport just because <laughs> like, just just because this movie is is a <laughs> It, it cause it asks you to believe too much bullshit. <laughs> it asks you to believe way too much bullshit for it to be legitimate, right? Like yeah. even if it was a movie about badminton, right? Yeah. Like a, an Olympic sport that is badminton. Even if it asks you to believe that, you'd be like, this. It just doesn't make any sense. But at the same time, it's 2020. But if this movie was made in 2004, yes, I would most definitely believe this movie if it was even if it was about bowling i wouldn't give two shit because this movie is funny funny enough to it's funny enough to keep my attention that's all that matters you know what i also you know what i also realized talk to me i realized uh this movie's already been remade kind of you know what movie i'm thinking about talk to me i'll give you two guesses it's like a major movie with a lot of stars a major Um, movie with a lot of stars not not huge stars, but like Hannibal Burris is in it. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 pause. I really want to guess. Are you being I, serious? No, I'm being dead serious. Wait, what? Is it is it the is it like the female version of Ocean's Eight? Was it Ocean's Eight? Is that no? Is that, no, wait. Okay. Shit. Wait, fuck. Wait. Let me get my second guess. Wait. Let me get my second guess. <laughs> let me get my second guess. Wait. A movie with Hannibal Burris. And it was remade a sports movie? It, Fucking hey. Why can't I think of this? Wait, tell me. But Burry, tell me. Wait, tag. what movie? Ta- oh my yes. Because it's pretty close to this. It's like a bunch of friends. 
yeah, playtime with each other. So it's like pretty sports, but it's also yeah. just an out and out comedy. It's just a comedy. So this I, is that's like the closest movie I could say to this. It it really but is. This is way better. Ex- exactly, exactly, exactly. And I don't know if this has is this more of a statement to the culture of where we are as human beings, but. Like, you're right. You're right. Like, tag is like a bullshit, like, I don't need to care about anything. Also based, in, also based in true story. Wait, are you saying, do- like, I mean, I knew tag was based on a true story. Is dodgeball really based on a true story? I got I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. They <laughs> say it. Look, listen, I'm going to tell you this answer right now. It's not. It's not. It can't be. It really right, can't. Yeah. I'm just be. gonna keep on saying based on a true story until <laughs> tells me it's not. Look, listen, listen, listen. I love, I love that you said that. I absolutely love that you said that because, because, yes, we are way too aware and we are way too sensitive in 2020 to take in a movie that is dodgeball. If dodgeball were to come out today, if dodgeball were to come out today in 2020. People would be like, oh, this is too offensive. This is too whatever the fuck it is, right? We can't accept it. We can't love it. We can't, we can't laugh at it. But it came out a couple of years earlier, and it is a fantastic movie. Bro, a millennial classic is an understatement because everyone, everyone and their mother loved this movie. This movie was fucking hilarious. When they came out in their fucking, uh, the chain link, whatever, and he had daddy wrapped around yeah. his fucking neck. And your first thought is like, why is he wearing that? <laughs> right? You don't need to wear the daddy part. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't, but he did. And it was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. It might not be as great as Vince Vaughn's and Wedding Crashes, but it really was hilarious. And I fucking love this movie. I really do love this movie. And I think most millennials, this is a staple in their filmography lexicon because it's what we, it's, it's what we, it's how we decide what comedy is like, right? Like in my head, when I go through the list of the best comedies I've ever watched, dodgeball has to be a part of it. And a big part of that is Ben Stiller, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about uh, Meet the Fockers later. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Keep listening and maybe you'll figure it out. But Ben Stiller was a great point. Like, he was like the reason. He brings it. He brings it. He brings yeah. it. He brings everything you need in this movie. And this movie was fucking fantastic. I fucking love this movie because of Ben Stiller. It is a millennial classic because of Ben Stiller. Mumbari. Before we before we close the situation out, before we close this, I have to ask you: Could this movie come out today? And if it were to come out today, who would be the cast members? Who would be the major stars? What do you think? How can this movie come out in 2020 and be a success story as big as it was in 2004? Well, I think it's clear that Kevin Hart would be in the remake. <laughs> Um, he would be in the remake and I think he'd get his buddy The Rock to be the head of Global Gym <laughs> and The Rock would get like um, 
John Cena to be his consigliere, his, the Michelle. <laughs> and, um, well, there's also, you've seen Pain and Gain. Yes, I have seen Pain and Gain. That's pretty, like, like The Rock can clearly be, like, a weirdo, muscle-bound guy. Of course. He and, really can't be. And maybe, you know what? Maybe not Kevin Hart. Maybe Mark Wahlberg. I feel like Mark Wahlberg would love to do this type of, like, Wait, wait, who would Mark Wahlberg be? You think Mark Wahlberg be would be the Joe... White Goodman? White Goodman? No, no, he'd be the good guy. Have you seen Spencer? You to... Did you watch Spencer? Spencer Confidential was one of the worst movies. Ever. <laughs> wait, wait. I can't believe you just called it Spencer. Like, <laughs> like it's a well-known, like, yo, you seen Spencer? It's so bad, <laughs> and it's free. It was on Netflix. It's, it cost yes, nothing. It just of course it was on Netflix, bro. Netflix it's like a classic Netflix movie. It's so because Netflix will do anything and everything to just get a good name on their fucking. I literally watched one Netflix movie called uh, <laughs> called Io <laughs> with uh, with Anthony Mackie, and after I finished, I literally out loud said, "What the fuck." I can't believe I watched that movie. It was nothing happened, but I was riveted for two hours. <laughs> Trying to see if there's like a deeper meaning or something like that. Nothing. Netflix. Stop, 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 stop. You can count the good movies Netflix has made like in one hand. So to call that shit Spencer. Yeah, that movie was fucking insane, bro. Like 30 seconds into the movie, I was like, when does this end, bro? Like, I'm telling you, I hated that movie. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But Mark Wahlberg's done the other guys. He's done like comedies. And I think he could play the straight man. The only reason I picked Kevin Hart was because he is in every comedy, but he, the, the, that character kind of has to be a straight man. So I'd probably go Mark Wahlberg and Brock. No, I think that makes it, it. It makes the most sense. It, like I think I, I hate to say this, but Mark Wahlberg might be too ripped. You need to. You might for average Joes, right? Yeah, no, but like, no, you're right because, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Mark Wahlberg has a standard, and the, the Rock does not have a standard. He's like, as long as you're willing to pay me as much as I'm asking, I'll do whatever the fuck you want me to Jake do. Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson from New Girl, he's also in Tag. Yes, yes. That dude would be a good average Joe. <laughs> and then you just get a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. And then you get The Rock as a bad guy. There you go. Exactly. exactly. And the, the one, one, the one woman in the comedy movie. Who? Who? Uh, Tiffany Haddish? I mean, Tiffany Haddish Tiffany seems Haddish. the most hungry. She's like, she's there. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that, but like, she's like, she's there. And she wants anything and everything. She's like, already on set. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is indeed already on set, but it's like, she's willing to do anything that has comedy attached to it. It's it's the fucking worst. It's the fucking worst. It's the fucking worst. It's the fucking worst. All right. Well, that's... But yes. But yes. No, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to put my, my two cents in that conversation because you hit it out of the fucking park. Um, um, Mabari, look, listen. 
we call this the millennial classics, right? This is the name of the podcast. This is why people have come to the show. Please, please, before we end this podcast on a somber note, talking bullshit about the fucking movie and who could recast as these human beings, tell me the reason. Why is this movie a millennial classic, right? Number one, number one, why is this movie a millennial classic? And, and number two, why should okay. people fucking care? This movie, why should people care? Why should people care? You ever remember the first time you went to Foot Locker <laughs> and you bought you bought shoes or your parents bought you shoes, but then because <laughs> it's your first time, you also bought the entire shoe cleaning kit. You bought like the waterproof. <laughs> you bought the shoe cleaning, the the shoe smell. Um, you bought everything. Oh, Murray, I love you. And then uh-huh. in that moment, you were like, you were on a high because you're like, not only did I buy shoes, I bought stuff that I'm going to keep these shoes for the rest of my life. It's going to keep them clean. These are going to be the dope. And then, like, when you go back and now and you think about them, $18 you wasted and all that shit that you never used, that's okay. why it's a millennial classic because that first yes. moment is what we remember. And that second moment is what we remember now. Exactly. Look, listen, I can't like, listen, you see me fucking giggling at the fucking wazoo here, right? I can't agree more, right? Like when it comes to like grunchy, like, you know, what, grunchy um, comedies. Did you just like, say grunchy? I don't want to say like grunchy, grunchy, but like. You know, it's raunchy, right? It's not grunchy. <laughs> I know it's not grunchy, but like this was our entrance into the next movie we watch is American Pie. And maybe we talk about that later. But who gives a shit? All I'm saying is this was our entrance into being bad at the same time as laughing. Like as a millennial, Dodgeball was that movie. Dodgeball was the movie that allowed me to feel. It, it opened the door for me to like better and better things, <laughs> right? It, yeah. It allowed me to see better and uh, uh, just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's comedy for comedy's sake. And I fucking loved it. Um, it's a millennial classic because that's what it is. It's just a comedy for comedy's sake. And you have to accept it as that, as, as what it is. It, yeah. it, it says it right in the, the title like, Who the fuck cares about dodgeball That's what it is That's what you're getting yourself into This is Vince Vaughn And his fucking prime You get him and Ben Stiller And Ben Stiller takes this to another Fucking level Like You really see Ben Stiller Act his fucking ass off Just for a fucking laugh and it, it works. Every time it works. When Ben Stiller's on the screen, you are fucking laughing. He is fantastic in this movie. Every time he is on the scene. Uh, every time he's on the screen. Um, I love it. I love every time he's on the screen. Um, All right. I mean, that's, that, that's what we, you get. You know, I agree. Let's not, let's not go in circles. We, we know. Exactly. You know, it's a millennial classic. And uh, I think that's it.